So today I'm going to give a review on 1 million followers, how I built a massive social following in 30 days by Brendan Kane. So here's the big question. How are stepdad professionals like us who haven't shortcutted our home and work life and are putting in the time and effort to be successful at both? How do we scale and grow happy home and successful business without burning out while still having immense impact? That is the big question, and this podcast can give you the answers. My name is Brian Rice, and welcome to the Second Dad Boss Show. Glad you're here. You know, I, today I wanted to run through this book by Brendan Kane, One Million Followers. I've been thinking about all the different ways that it impacts what we do in our, just our overall everyday life, right? Everything that's involved in, in our social media presence and how we connect and, and what that actually means. You know, at one point a while ago, right, when uh, I know I first started engaging, a lot of other people started engaging with their social media profiles and, and doing different things, right? It didn't matter what platform you're on, it was just a matter of, it was almost trying to replicate what you're doing in real life and make that digital. And I think we've gone through a whole bunch of different iterations of that where we're thinking about how to actually you know, make that work and what that looks like, because it's, it's not just saying, you know, I have a conversation with somebody face to face and now let me replicate that and have that same kind of action, uh, interaction digitally. It's, it's the digital side of it is its own. It's almost like it's its own entity or its own being, right? Everybody's got their own avatar. And, and so it's trying to to balance the two, what you want to project versus what reality and what truth there. And, and so one of the things that everybody always gauges each other on, like if you think about LinkedIn, right, what's the magic number? You always, unless somebody's got 500, uh, you know, professional connections, you sort of look at their profile and part of it is it's, it's not even that they have 500, 501, 510. It's that if they have 499, you see 499. If you see 500 or 15,000, you know, it says 500 and which, you, you know, we all know is sort of this ambiguous and sort of bigger, bigger approach to things. And so, so Brandon Kane, you know, sets out in this book to, uh, to amass a huge following, right? 1 million followers. And that's, that's big. And it's like, well, how do you do that? And it's global in scale and it's, uh, um, you know, multi-segmented or, you know, it's through different channels. And so it's, um, it's a big undertaking. It's an interesting read. And I think that, you know, I could go through chapter by chapter and there's plenty of folks that have done that, but I think that there's two, two chapters in particular that really jumped out at me that sort of, um, spoke to me in a way that I thought might be helpful and it's relevant, you know, for stepdads and, business professionals that are out there and, and what we're actually doing and, and looking at how you better engage your customer, engage your audience, engage your fans, engage, you know, and, and not from like a rock star fan point of view, but, you know, people that you engage with, people you have positive interactions with, your fans, who's out there. And so I think there's two, two spots that are really 
they seem pretty pretty in tune here. And so the first one, um, I think it was it's chapters three and four, right? So first one's choose a message for the masses, and it seems it, it makes sense, right? It's a very simple thing right up front. Choose a message for the masses. What is it that you want to say? And I know we all sort of all of us sort of sit there and go, well, what's my message? What am I actually? What am I talking about? You know, am I talking about healthy family? Am I talking about productive environment? Am I talking about um, thriving in, in general? Am I talking about living with integrity? Am I talking, what is it, right? There's, and it could be any number of things. But it, the other part of it is just because a particular message is what you're going to align with doesn't mean you don't align with a whole bunch of other things as well right and i think that you can build you can build tiers and parallel messages and do all sorts of things but i think everybody has a an internal why like what's your why for whatever it is you do what gets you out of bed in the morning what makes you go to the gym what makes you um be responsible and pay your bills on time what gets you to um, help your kids or your stepkids with their homework when really all you want to do is like take a break and just be quiet, right? What What's the why that actually drives you to do that? And we've all, we've all got one, right? And, you know, the why is just so critical. And, and the thing is, it's almost like when you're in a big group, you know, it's like you're, a, you could be at a seminar or a meeting or could be in a school auditorium and somebody's talking and they say okay do we have any questions are there any questions out there does anybody have any questions for me come on raise your hand and give me a question like what are you thinking about right and and you're sitting there and you're always going well I got this question it might be a stupid question right guaranteed somebody else is thinking it guaranteed somebody else is doing the exact same thing and whether they ever admit it or not like who cares but point being your message is something that will resonate. And the other part of it is like, it will also not resonate, right? The yin and yin of, of uh, sort of just balance and everything that exists. And it's like, if, if you have a message that resonates with somebody, though, there will be other people that sort of go, yeah, no, not me. Don't, don't buy into it. And the way that our social environments are set up, right? Someone can very quasi-anonymously throw a bunch of stones. And then people who are the, uh, you know, sort of a little more quiet and less and more passive in terms of just looking for information can nod their head in agreement, but not give a thumbs up or not give an affirmation in a, in a comment or do something else. And it's one of those things where, where your why is your why like own it let it you know be what it is and and go with it and so choose a message for the masses and the masses doesn't mean 100 percent. it just means more than one right it means more than you that can be the masses so let's take that a step further and um so let's think about that message whatever it is and then this takes us into the second chapter where i was thinking about you know the um uh, the book and sort of how it's really valuable. It talks, you know, it's uh, chapter four, fine-tuned through social testing. And a lot of this talks about, if you think about sort of the uh, 
the evolution of messaging and, and communications groups and departments. And if you're in a big entity, right, you've got, obviously, you've got a, a digital group or a communications group or a marketing group that's, you know, making content that is focused on communications. And one of the, one of the things that... Um, historically, what would happen, I mean, you think about it, someone would come in with their portfolio of stuff, you know, with uh, a message said seven or eight or nine or ten different ways, and everyone sort of sits around and goes, well, no, I think that works, or I think that works, right? They limit it to people in the room giving their perspective on, I think that'll work, or I think that won't work, or there'll be some polling data that goes with it, or some other kind of testing data that goes with it, but it would take time, right? You'd have your, like Nielsen's, the Nielsen ratings is a perfect example, right? For those that still see them, like you'll get this envelope in the mail every six months and it's got a dollar bill <laughs> ta like taped or stapled some piece of paper in there. It says, please give us a survey on your TV usage, right? Well, we know that that's like slowly, if not already just gone, but one of the, the point being, the speed and scale at which now we can get that data in terms of who's uh, buying into what message, who's seeing or, or gravitating towards the words, you can see that instantly. You can see it through social media. You can see it through impressions, interactions, likes, reposting, sharing of content, engagement with content, uh, content that's being repurposed and I mean there's so many different ways and you can see it so quickly right whether you're using um, uh, tagging pixels and going through that route and following how people are actually uh, navigating their space on different pages and what they're doing to the content or seeing the results right whether you're selling products and you're seeing uh, upticks or downticks in terms of, of activity so it's it's all right there but point being um, you don't have to wait anymore and you also don't need the proverbial boardroom of executives that are sitting around giving the nod or not like you can go out and do it right because at the end of the day the customer the client the public are the people who are going to are going to approve or disapprove of what you're doing and it's not to say that you go out there and and just you know let it rip and sort of dump it in the masses and hope that it goes but to some degree you do but you also have to be ready, right? For everybody that likes it, there's going to be somebody that absolutely doesn't like it. And for whatever reason, the, the folks that are positive don't necessarily give the affirmations, whereas it seems that the, the negative responses are more vocalized and, and more, um, you know, right there in front of you. And sometimes, you know, it amplifies that negative message. So being able to sift through all that is really important, being able to weed through those that data and that content. But, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to being heard, right? Attention is the new currency. Actually, it's not even that new anymore. Attention is the currency. Retained attention is the gold in the currency, right? That's how do you get the attention? How do you retain it? And so I, I really think that having a message that is for the masses, however you define that number, and then fine-tuning it through social testing, right? Over and over and over again. Um, you know, instead of a three-day news cycle or a 24-hour news cycle, like we're in minutes now on social media where things can change that quickly. So good times ahead. 
have fun. And, you know, the book, Good Stuff by Brendan King, totally, totally informative, totally helpful. Good, good read.